Hi, welcome back to Dragon Talks. Today we have three realistic fiction writings, and this is episode four, season two. I hope you enjoy. Hi, my name is Miles, and today I'm going to be reading a book that I wrote, The Flight of Horror, The Last Day of School. It was so loud, it was so hot, it was lunchtime on the last day of school. Everybody was screaming to each other about what they would do in summer vacation. The air conditioning was broken. For Finn Webson, it felt like the sun was sitting right next to him. Finn is an eight-year-old boy who likes to climb trees, swim, and run. Finn was sweating. It's so hot, Finn groaned to one of his best friends, Cleve McPeter. I know, Cleve screeched. Do you want to come over to my house after school? Finn said, barely turning his head to face Cleve. Sure, Cleve replied. Can Stella come too? Cleve asked. Stella Penderley is another one of Finn's best friends. Yeah, okay, Finn said. Then the principal's voice came on the speaker. Can Finn Webson please come to my office? His mom is here to pick him up. Finn got up from his chair as fast as Flash. Finn was so confused. Why is my mom picking me up early? Finn thought. He got to the principal's office in less than a minute. He was so curious. Packing. Why are you picking me up early? Finn asked his mom in the principal's office. You have to pack your bags, his mom said. Pack my bags? Where are we going? Finn was so surprised. We're going to Madagascar, Finn's mom screamed happily. We're going to Madagascar, Finn yelled like he just became a billionaire. By now, they were in the parking lot walking to their car. I've always wanted to go to Madagascar, Finn said very excitedly. But then Finn realized something. He would have to fly to Madagascar. Finn is extremely afraid of planes and boats. He never told his mom about this. The ride home was very short. There were no red lights. Okay, go up to your room and grab some clothes for the trip. Finn's mom said once they got home. Finn slowly walked up the stairs to his room, twirling a pencil around his fingers. He had only gotten a pair of socks when the doorbell rang. Finn dragged his body down the stairs and opened the door. It was Cleve and Stella. Hi, Finn said in a dull voice. Are you feeling all right? Stella asked. No, Finn said. Why did your mom pick you up early today? Cleve questioned. Finn didn't answer. Can you help me pack? Finn asked after about five seconds. Pack for what? Stella asked. I'm going to Madagascar, Finn said. Wait, haven't you wanted to go to Madagascar for a long time? Cleve asked in a reminding tone. Yeah, Finn replied. Then why do you look so sad? Stella asked. Can you guys just help me pack? Finn asked impatiently. Sure, Cleve said, taking a step back. They walked up into Finn's room. Okay, my mom said that we would be in Madagascar for two weeks, so I will need, um... 14 shirts and 14 pairs of shorts. You'll also need 14 pairs of socks, Gleave said. By the time it was 4.30, the three of them had packed all the things Finn was going to need in Madagascar. The airport. Finn and his mom were eating dinner. Finn was very scared. The next day, he would be flying on the plane he would never want to fly on. Okay, Finn, are you done with your soup? Finn's mom asked. Finn was eating chicken noodle soup for dinner. You need to go to sleep early tonight because you need to wake up at 4 o'clock a.m. tomorrow so we can get to the airport. Okay, yeah, I'm done with my soup, Finn said. I'm going to bed. Finn ran upstairs into his room. 
I want to go to Madagascar, but I don't want to go on an airplane, Finn said quietly. He got into his pajamas, then he got into bed. Why can't there be some other way to get to Madagascar, Finn whispered to himself. Then he went to sleep. The next day, at about 4.30 a.m., Finn and his mom left to go to the airport. Finn was as scared as someone who was about to be crushed by a million-pound weight. When they got to the airport, they put their bags in baggage check and walked to security. The air conditioning was very cold because it was already hot outside. Finn slowly walked through the scanning machine. It beeped. Finn forgot he had a quarter in his pocket. He took it out and showed it to the security person. He nodded, and Finn walked through the scanning machine again with a quarter. It beeped again, but the security person let Finn through. Now all Finn and his mom had to do was get on the plane. How much time do we have until our plane takes off? Finn asked. We have about an hour, his mom said. They walked over to their gate and sat down. Finn brought his favorite book, Big Nate. Finn's mom had called Finn's dad on the phone. Finn's dad was on a work trip in Austria. After about 30 minutes of reading, Finn went over to a big window. He could see a bunch of planes, some on the runway, some taking off. Some just sitting there, waiting for people to get on. The planes on their one way were very fast. This just made Finn even more scared. The plane. After 20 minutes of just sitting there by the window like a puppy waiting for his owner to come back, Finn's mom came and told Finn it was time to get on the plane. Finn was the most scared he had ever been in his whole life. Finn's mom gave a flight attendant their tickets, and they got into their seats on the plane. Finn was trembling like he was about to jump off a giant building. Finn wanted to tell his mom he was really scared, but he was so scared he couldn't talk. Then the plane was on the runway and was in an extremely fast blitz. Are you okay, Finn? Finn's mom asked. She had noticed that Finn was trembling. I'm really scared that the plane might fall and crash, Finn screamed at the top of his lungs. How come you never told me? asked Finn's mom, stunned. I don't know, Finn yelled. Well, you're lucky the plane ride is only two hours, Finn's mom said. Two hours? Finn repeated. Finn just sat there, eyes wide open. The plane was already high in the air. Finn, Finn's mom said, very skilled people who work at the airports build these planes. They have a lot of knowledge. They know everything about building planes. They know how to make the planes stay in the air when they're flying. Finn let that all seep into his brain for a little. Finn thought random people built planes and sold them to airports. He didn't know that the people at the airports were the ones who built the planes. Finn knew how hard people at airports worked, so if they were the ones who built the planes, Finn was completely fine with that. The good thing was Finn woke up at four in the morning, so Finn was really tired. He fell asleep in less than five minutes. Chapter 5 Madagascar Finn woke up in a bus. His mom was sitting next to him. Are we going to a hotel? Finn mumbled. His mom was a little startled. Oh, you're awake. Yes, we're going to a hotel. It was dark outside, so it must have been night. Everything was lush green and the air smelled nice. About two minutes later, they got to the hotel. Finn's mom got a room and they both went into the elevator up to the floor of their rooms. As soon as Finn took his shoes off and ran to a bed, as soon as Finn took his shoes off, he ran to a bed and immediately went to sleep. He didn't eat dinner. He didn't care. He was happy. He had made it to Madagascar. Thank you for listening.
Hi, my name is Georgia, and today I'm going to be sharing you the story that I wrote. It's called The Accomplishment. My life. Everybody expects girls to cook and clean, but I have a different perspective. My name is Katrina King. I live in Houston, Texas. I'm a black person. I want to be in the military. I'm 19 turning 20 tomorrow. Mom, I think I'm old enough to be in the military, I said. But she says, you know the general does not want to have girls in the military, Mom said. You should wait until he gets fired because he is a mean general and he does not train the soldiers correctly. Sorry, but we still know you are mighty like a lion. Let's go swimming. That will make you feel better. That night it was pizza night, but for the parents it was salad central. Let's go because the pool closes at 10 p.m. and it was already 8.30. I'm going to put on my bathing suit. When we got there, all of my friends were there. My friends are Posey, Everly, Cole, and Jay. We hung out for a long time, but then the pool manager made us leave because the pool was closing. Accepted. When we got home, Posey came over for a sleepover. We talked about the military, watched a movie and watched a movie. It was about midnight when we finally went to sleep. When I woke Posey, when I woke up, Posey was gone. My, my mom said she had to go to the hospital, but she would not tell me why. I was so mad at her, I slammed my door. If you're wondering by now, my dad is in the military, so that's why I never talk about him. My mom came and got me, and she said the news was on. Something bizarre had happened. The general had died, which was sad, but my dad was general. I knew he would let me in for a fact. But when my dad came home, he would let me in on one condition. I would have to work as hard as the boys, or even harder. I said yes. I was so excited. I would have never said no because it was my dream. I immediately hugged my dad. I feel like I could scream, but I knew the boys would make fun of me for that. But no one would stop me. I went to the gym every day and ate healthy until that day came. The war. My dad told me I was in, but there was a war in Iraq coming up because the Air Force killed their general. I knew I was prepared. So me, my dad, and I set out that night. I made sure to bring my journal to send letters to my friends and mom. It was hard the first couple of days, but it got easier. But one day, it was raining, and my friend was getting the cannon ready. But all of a sudden, he saw blood. Someone shot him. He fell to the ground with a big thump. I ran over crying, but that made me only try harder to win because I knew it would make him proud. But I felt something stab me all of a sudden. I turned, saw someone with a knife, and that was the last thing I ever saw. When my mom and dad found out, they started crying. They so my dad took a plane home and started planning my funeral. They both spoke. It was a sad day. From then on, I was known as the first girl in the military. Thank you for coming. Hello, my name is Hamed. I'm reading you a book called The Lockdown.
Once there was a boy studying in ASD. He's 10 years old. He has 12 friends named named Abdullah, Abdullah, Bob the Builder, Sultan, Muhammad, Hassan, Fahad, Nico, Ahmed, Muhammad, Muhammad, and Ali. He has one bully. His name is Gabriel. Hello, Hamad, Abdullah said in a soft voice on the way to school. Hamad sat down on his desk ready to learn. Good morning, the teacher said to the whole class. Let's learn some math, Bob said. But first, I need to go to the bathroom. The teacher said in a wiggly voice, lockdown, the principal announced in a scared voice. Everyone started to panic. Where where is the teacher? She took so long, Bob said in a sad voice. What should we do? Abdullah said in a sad voice. I will lock the door. Abdullah, you close the curtains and everyone else hide. Me and Abdullah got this. Come on, Abdullah, we have to hide. Okay, Abdullah said. Okay, Abdullah said. Pow, the door broke open. Uh Uh-oh, the bad guy came in the room. He saw Bob. The bad guy was chasing after Bob with a gun, but Bob saw a big mountain, so he went on top of the mountain. The bad guy went on the mountain, too. They were fighting. Then Bob said, look, there's a bird coming. When the bad guy looked, Bob pushed him down the mountain. The bad guy died. The bad guy died. I hope you enjoyed the book. I hope you enjoyed those stories. Make sure to join us again for more amazing stories. Bye.